Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos Podcast. Podcast. Strangle your demons and let's go. Y'all need Jesus! Whatever makes you happy, whatever you want, you're so fucking special, I wish I was special, but I'm a creep. Welcome to the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast. I am your host, Eric Helberg, and we're like Einstein over here. We've got no special talents. We're just all wishing that we were special. Whatever you want, you're so fucking special. I wish I was special. If I had a guitar with me now, man, I would hit that chord. Bam! That song, Creep, by Radiohead is amazing. And you know that we're in part three of Epstein's Epiglottis. But man, like the song says, I'm effing tired of this issue. And I'm not going to bore you with it. We're going to tie it down. We're going to moor it to the dock. Just like that yacht, Lady Ghislaine, right? Ghislaine Maxwell. When good old Robert Maxwell, the Mossad, MI6, and CIA agent, Ghislaine's father, purportedly fell overboard and drowned near the Canary Islands. But he was a nobody, right? Just a blowhard whose press empire had fallen apart. He built a half a billion dollars out of his employees' own pension funds to keep it afloat, all under the guise of thinking that his fellow countrymen would bail him out, meaning Israel. But at that time, he had already fallen out of favor. And it doesn't matter who you are. Once your usefulness is done, you will say bye-bye. And in our understanding of God, once the good Lord above deems your usefulness done, not your usefulness, but whatever possible usefulness for the kingdom that he can extract from you has concluded, you are also done. That is the mystery of God. It is well beyond your understanding, but it will be finished. And Epstein's usefulness was done. And vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, but he did get what he deserved. Right? Oh, he wasn't brought to appropriate justice. Look at what he did. Look at all the justice denied that happened to all those girls that came into his confines and all the people that surrounded and took part in that issue. Most of the names you all now know. 
But what about the ten names associated with them that you did not? The good old bicycle wheel just keeps on turning. And frankly, like I mentioned early on, I didn't know how far I would go with the series. It bores me. I think I've given you enough information to show you the reason he was killed is not for the people that were being entertained by young girls, young women. It was how it was set up. What the big, big, big honey trap was set up for and by. Simply set up by Israel and colluded with Great Britain and our own government. That's why. They don't want you to know the mechanism by which this occurred. Now, you can always say greatest good for the greatest number, and you can go back to late 1930s, going through the conclusion up until the conclusion of World War II and up until the formation of the State of Israel in 1948. And what was the mantra, and rightly so, from the atrocities that occurred? The persecution of God's chosen people. So never forget, right? Okay. Well, that's why Les Wexner, Mr. Victoria's Secret, was tapped into Epstein. That's why he was his first and only billion-dollar client. His parents were of European Jewish ancestry, and they did not want to never forget. And in fact, when Epstein went on trial in Florida in 2008, which I discussed in the last episode, President Bush at that time had sent Les Wexner to Jerusalem to celebrate the 60th anniversary of the formation of the Jewish state. This was all done under the guise to control people, let them run amok, engage in animalistic behavior so we would have something over them. Thereby, we could control policy, we could control interactions, and we could control relationships. It all goes hand in hand. I don't think we need to say much more than that. We can start tying this thing up, and we can move a little further down the road into edutainment, which is where I'd prefer to go, and I think you guys would enjoy it much more. Now, do these guys need to atone for what they did? For what they've done to the American people, we're putting the other countries out of it now. Because we are Americans. Although I do have listeners in 34 countries, and I need to figure out why do they love this show so much in Belgium. We know that NATO headquarters is in Brussels. I will get to that at some point. But... Since the majority of my guys are right here in America. Yeah, those guys need to atone to people like Bill Gates, people like Bill Clinton. But guess what? They are dog paddling, man. They barely have their nose above the water. They're gasping for breath and they're running out of energy. Their usefulness has now concluded, and rightly so. And they're weak men. Spit, they're weak men. 
And strong men are going to continue to rise up until when their usefulness is done too. But that is our calling, man. And like the song by Radiohead said, we all want to be special. We all want to be special. And we wouldn't continue in that quest unless something inside our head, that is the internal, is telling us that we are not. And or you are contending with something external that is precluding letting you know that indeed you are special. And that's where the relationship with our Lord and Savior comes into play. As that deepens and you realize that you are divinely created and endowed with gifts and things that separate you from your fellow humans and mankind, well, you can latch on to that. Keep working on that. But as that is developed, you are still navigating through this world and your relationships and the people that you interact with. And so, yeah, Huberman, I know you're a neuroscientist. I think you've got some good stuff. But that's why most people listen to podcasts. They want a special nugget whereby it allows them to be special in a given endeavor. Ideally, let's put it in layman's terms, they're looking for a shortcut. And Huberman, dude, come on, man. I know you want to appeal to the masses. Maybe it's your own immaturity. I have nothing against tattoos. But God, you have a lot of them. Could you do your show without all those tattoos? Perhaps. I've just never been a big fan. And you can cover yourself from head to toe in them. And if your job is to enter an arena under the cover of darkness kick a door in and kill people? Cover yourself with head to toe. It doesn't matter. But if your job is to blend in, but you're covered, well, then you have to have a covering that covers that in order in which to operate. And if you need to move in and out of different social circles and strata, and achieve instant credibility so you can get the information you need and move elsewhere, you just can't do that. Not saying anything's wrong with it. I'm just saying for me, it just never was a good fit. Nor do I desire to have it. But I saw you working out, Huberman, the other day. I think you put a rock in a sack, and y'all did some walking. That, that's great. And you had a bunch of guys with you who told you how great you were. Um. Okay, cool. I think I could get that rock and take off out of my driveway. In fact, uh, many of these people have looked at me in aghast as I walk around with a... I don't use that. I'll take one of my old rucksacks and put a 35-pound plate in it. I'll put a towel in there because it starts tearing up your back after a while. We can all walk. Big effing deal, dude. Big effing deal. And if you gave me two weeks and said, hey, let's train for it, big damn deal. I think most men can do that. Unless you've gotten so damn out of shape for whatever reason that you don't have a baseline level of fitness. So if you have maintained that and you're constantly striving 
and something is keeping you from getting to where you want to be. Since I've already used that analogy, and you need to listen to me close to understand how it is that I am talking and where it is that I am going. And this is what guys like Huberman and all these other shows talk about. But they're giving you bad information because they're solely addressing your internal environment. And yes, that should be easy to change. But what are the external obstacles, the outside influence that creates fear in you, that puts up a barrier to you? from doing what you have now released yourself in your head to be able to perform. Hmm. If you're in a workplace, if you're in a familial setting, and or any type of relationship, and for some reason, no matter what you do, you can't feel special, then there is a problem. If you have racked your brain, put in the mind-numbing effort, gone through the grind, and honestly, there are no shortcuts, no podcast can help you with that, you will have to grind in what it is that you want to do. You will have to take the pain and make it your bitch, no matter what it is, emotional, mental, and or physical. But if you have deconstructed yourself, you have done everything physically possible, mentally possible, but yet you are depleted and you haven't gotten any further, and that is what you keep hearing externally, that you are not special, but yet your effort demonstrates otherwise and you look around and you're like, with all of this, I should have been at the top of that mountain. Then maybe you need to start asking questions. It's no different than simply saying, hey, these girls could have escaped Epstein's Island or out of his New York apartment at any time. It wasn't that easy. I'm sure they had that internally in their head. But something external precluded them from doing so. You think that there is a CCCP agent on every block in every neighborhood in China? No, it's impossible. They have a huge population. But something still keeps those people controlled. And that is where you have to learn to endure and survive in order to make a new plan. The most seasoned operators in the world, if they get on, if they get on target and their intel was bad, and there are now hardened defenses, do you think that they are just going to assault that objective, knowing that their losses are going to be so exponential that they may never recover? Just for the sake of saying, ah, we're badasses, I think we can. That's foolhardy, man, and you know that wouldn't occur. They will pull back so they can live and fight another day. Rearrange your objectives, men. If something externally is keeping you in that void, that 
is what now needs to be examined and or assaulted. Do it with tact. Do it with precision. Do it with love. Right? That's my message for you today. Don't be fooled by the average podcast trying to give you a shortcut. Everyone's circumstances are different, and they're not applicable to you. People have external things by which they must contend. And that is where, if you are truly empathetic because of what you have endured or gone through, where you can lend a helping hand. I actually had a conversation with a young man yesterday, and I said, younger than me. But he provided me a great deal of wisdom. If you live your life in such a way whereby you haven't been despicable, like a Les Wexner or a Jeffrey Epstein, there are people out there who appreciate you. Find them. Let them speak into you, speak into your life. That may just be the nugget of specialness that keeps you driving on with the mission. And more about this young man. He just recently started a new company. It's called Not Without Hope Services. It's right here in the Golden Triangle. Their phone number is 409-651-7327. And they provide a realm of services for children and teens from ages 5 to 18. And I would venture to tell you that they don't feel special. Maybe they don't feel heard. Maybe they have arrived at the situation they currently find themselves in because their external environment has been extremely difficult. Check them out because I know the vast majority of my listenership resides where I reside. So NWHS, Not Without Hope Services. Give them a call, and Mikey will surely be glad to help you. So let's wrap up Epstein's Epiglottis, and let's get into more formative stuff that can actually Help us, man. Let's start talking about relationships. Forging ourselves into badasses. But let's do it with truth. So until next time on the Comfortable in Chaos podcast, I bid you bon voyage, my burgeoning flock. Until next time, like and subscribe to the Comfortable in Chaos podcast.